Matthew 14. We, um, talking about the miracles of Christ, I'd like to talk to you tonight about the Peter walking on water, if you will. And uh, there's, two, there's two segments on this. Peter, Peter walks on the water, and then Jesus is, I mean, is walking on the water too. But as I look at this miracle... I've I've looked at this and I've preached I've preached a few messages out of this text to talking about um, Peter um, losing his eyesight and uh, backsliding and going going backwards and falling and and uh, one of the things that would have kept Peter on track is if he wouldn't have looked at the storm you know uh, Peter was walking on water and all of a sudden began to sink and and. Um, and uh, the Bible says that he saw the wind boisterous. Well, you can't see wind. So, uh, so Peter was seeing things because he got his eyes off of the Lord. And if he would have kept his eyes on the Lord, he would have continued to walk on the water. Um, but that's not the thrust of the message tonight. I'll give you three simple points tonight about this, this idea, this thought of, of Peter uh, and the miracle of him walking on the water. So Matthew chapter 14, let's begin reading in verse number 22. Bible says, And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into the ship. Um, in verses number 15 through 21, uh, they feed the 5,000. We jump on in here in verse 23. And when he had seen, sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come... He was there alone, but the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with the waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, uh, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, for it, uh, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, boisterous, here's that statement I said, uh, he was afraid and began to sink, beginning to sink. He cried saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? And when they were come into the ship, the wind ceased, and they, and they that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying, Of a truth, thou art the Son of God. Now I want to take these 11 verses that we've just read and look into just a couple simple thoughts tonight. Number one, I want to look at the faith of Peter. I, as I look at this story, I, I see that Jesus tells his disciples, get in the boat uh, and go across the, the sea there. I'm going up to pray. Now, isn't it interesting enough that the Son of God, the the one who was ultimately connected to the Father, he still made sure he took time out to pray. And uh, he went out unto the mountain and he went alone to pray. Uh, we need to make it a habit where we get alone and pray. Every single person, every single Christian needs to make it a habit where we spend time with God alone. And we have that quiet time. Whether you have a prayer list 
or whether you don't have a prayer list, you ought to have alone time with the Lord Jesus Christ. If God, if Jesus, the Son of God, made sure that he had time to pray and spend time with God, don't you think it is utmost important that we as Christians who human flesh and we fail and we sin and we live uh, this life, don't you think that it would be of an utmost importance that we take the time to pray? If Jesus prayed, how important it must be that we pray. And I've said it before, and I mean it, the, the communication that we have with God is us praying. The way that God communicates with us are many different ways. He can speak to us through the Bible, speak to us through His Word, speak through us to, to us through song. He can speak to us through, the, through life. Just simple life, things that take place. So he can speak to us many different ways, but one, the one way we speak to God is through prayer. And I've said this, bef- I've said this before, and uh, truly, we ought to pick up the phone in the morning and start praying and never hang it up. Bible says to pray without ceasing. How do you pray without ceasing? How do, what does it mean to pray without ceasing? That means to be in a constant state of prayer through your day, through your time, through the, the events that are taking place in your life, you pray. Now, is it possible for you to be working on the machine shop and uh, making sure that you're praying? I, I think that there's a, 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 an instance inside that we can be praying, but every moment of our life, every downtime, every time that we've got an idle spot, what we ought to fill it with prayer. But a lot of times in our idle time, and I'm guilty, um, we've got a device that we can pick up and begin to play on to fill that idle time rather than to pray or to spend time with the Lord. And, uh, but when Jesus took that time, he went up to the mountain to go pray. But then as, as he went up to go pray, the disciples got on the boat and the boat began to experience some wind and some rain and some storms, if you will. And through the night, the fourth watch, <coughs> the Bible says that the disciples saw him walking on the sea. Now they were, they, the Bible says in verse number 26, they were troubled. They thought maybe it might just be a spirit. But isn't it interesting enough that they cried out to the Spirit, Hey! For fear. And Jesus spoke unto them. He said, Be of good cheer. In verse number 27, As I be not afraid. Now, in my mind, and I look at this, and I'm getting to that point, okay, just a second. Now, when I get to that point and I think about Peter's faith in this instance, uh, Peter was safe and secure inside the boat. The Bible doesn't necessarily say that the boat was going under or they were retaining fluid, they were retaining water. Uh, they uh, had to start throwing stuff off the boat because they were about to sink. No, I, I don't know that that was taking place. But in this scripture, it doesn't give us that indication. But why in the world, why in good sense would Peter say to Jesus, hey, can I come to you? I don't understand that. And the only thing that I can equate that to, the only thing that I can figure out is that Peter's faith outweighed what was in the boat. Peter knew that he would be safer with Jesus in the middle of the sea, standing on Jesus' feet, than in the middle of that boat if it was about to go under. Because in the middle of his storm, in the middle of that rain, in the middle of the wind, he knew that he'd be safe in the arms of Jesus. 
And so can I say to us tonight is that if we're, we want to strengthen our faith, we want our faith to be, we, want, we need to put our faith in the Lord in the midst of our trouble, in the midst of our storm, in the midst of the rain, in the midst of the good, in the midst of the bad. We need to find our faith like Peter did and put it in, in Jesus because that's where the faith needs to be put in. He didn't put his faith in the boat. He was, a, he was an experienced fisherman. He knew what he was doing on the sea. It wasn't like that he, he was a novice. It wasn't like he didn't know or had never been through a storm before. It wasn't like, it wasn't, I mean, me on a boat in the middle of the sea and the rain comes down and I'm in charge of the boat to keep it afloat. But I'm getting off of that thing. I'm trying to find help, okay? But that, we're not talking about me. I've never, I've never sailed on a boat. I've never had to make sure the sail was right. And what direction we was going. And had to make sure my compass was right. I didn't have to worry about that. But Peter knew what he was doing. Peter was a fisherman. Peter was a man who spent more time on the water. But he knew that it was safer in the arms of Jesus than it was in the boat that he had control over. Humanly speaking, man, it's foolish for him to get out of the boat. Can I say that there are times, humanly speaking, that to the world it may seem like you're, you're, what are you doing? But you're just simply trusting God through whatever it is that you're going through. And to the world and to the, to the family and to what's going on, it may look strange and it may look different, but ultimately you're just trying to have faith in God and do what He's asked. The faith in God, the faith in Jesus... Peter got out of that boat and began to walk on water. Now, look, I don't know about you, but I've tried. It doesn't work very good. Went at the swimming pool sometimes, <laughs> as a kid, I remember jumping off the diving board and trying to, you know, trying to run as fast as I could see if I could catch enough traction to keep myself up. Am I the only one that's ever done that? I know. Come on now. And it don't happen. The moment my feet hit the water, it goes under. But there was Peter just sitting there walking on the water. And what caused that was because of Peter's faith in Jesus, that Jesus was the answer for his problem. Though it may seem to the world, and look, that person's going to go under. No, if we trust Christ, if we're trusting him through this, I don't have to go under because of the faith of Peter. But in the midst of Peter's faith, in the midst of this man grand gesture of Peter walking on the water, we see a failure of Peter. Number one, we see the faith of Peter, but then we also see the failure of Peter. The Bible says that he saw the wind boisterous. And again, I I said that in the introduction, but truly he didn't see the wind doing anything. You can't see wind. You can see the effects and you can see the, the waves going. But he didn't see the wind doing, he didn't see the wind. But immediately he began to get scared. And the failure of Peter was that at a, a, a moment of his time, he stopped trusting God. There's times in our life when we are at the brink of failure, huh? at the brink of sinking, at the brink when the storm is rolling in and the waves are crashing around us and the, and the rain is coming down. At that brink of that moment, when all that's taking place, we have a moment of time where we could be a failure. 
We could have a failure moment and stop trusting Christ. Because the moment Peter stopped having faith, he sank. In, my, in Matthew chapter 14, Jesus makes a statement to him. You say, how do you know that he lost his faith? Look in verse number 31. He said, and immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him <coughs> and, and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? How did you doubt, Peter? How did you doubt, Peter? You were walking on water. I don't know how long that lasted. I don't know how long Peter was walking on that water until all of a sudden he just, it fell out. I don't know how far off Jesus was, if he was off 100 yards or Peter got to take, you know, 20 steps or whatever on the water. But through the midst of our trial, through the midst of our storm, if you will, that's Peter, don't lose that idea and, and stop believing and stop having faith. Don't do that to ourselves. Keep having that faith that allows us to trust the Lord to make it through to get to Him so He can help us. So we don't have a failure moment. Because we look at Peter's life and we look at the good things of Peter's life, but ultimately Peter made, him, made a boo-boo here. He could have walked all the way out to Jesus. Could not have Peter walked all the way to the land? Sure. If he had the faith, he lost. The Bible says, that's right, Brother Alfred. The Bible says that if we have the faith of a grain of a mustard seed, you can say, hey, mountain right there, hey, get up and, and go over there. But it's that faith of a grain of a mustard seed. Uh, if you've ever, <coughs> I know you ladies that cook, you know what a mustard seed looks like. I mean, it's small. If I brought one right up here, you probably, there'd be some of you that could. There'd be some of you that have to get out your spectacles. I'm just, I'm just kidding. But if you really took a, a, a mustard seed, it's really little. <laughs> the reason Peter was able to walk on the water was because he had faith that Jesus would take care of him as he walked on there. But the moment he failed was the moment he stopped believing that Christ was enough to keep him on the top of the water. The moment we'll fail in life, the moment we'll fail at whatever it is we're going through is the moment we stop trusting God that he's enough, that he's sufficient, that he's what I need is the moment we'll fail. And then lastly, number three, and I'm done, I look at in this text, is the faithfulness of Jesus. Where would Peter be had it not been for faithfulness of Jesus? Hey, Bartholomew, throw me that life preserver. I can't swim good. Help! <laughs> That's not what took place. The Bible says, verse 31, and immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him. What are you doing down there, bud? And he picked him up and he brought him back to the boat. See, Jesus' faithfulness is when we fail, he's always there to help pick us back up. 
Because I don't care who we are. The best Christian in the room is going to have a moment where they lack faith a little bit. There's been times in my life I've lacked the faith I needed to accomplish what God has asked me to do. But he's always been there to help pick me back up. One of the, one of the best verses I love is John, 1 John 1, 9. He says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I love that, that word in there, that he is faithful. He is faithful. He is faithful. What does it mean to be faithful? Always there. Always there. The faithfulness of God is to reach down there and pick Peter back up. What are you doing down there, bud? Hey, I know you have a little faith right now, but you just trust me right now. Let's, let's get back to the boat. Whether it is right now that you have the faith enough to trust him to walk on the water, or whether it is right now that you're, you're failing at that idea that trusting him is hard, because there's going to be times in our life when trusting God is hard. There's been times in my life that trusting God is hard. Because the situation was hard. And the situation was difficult. But God has always been faithful enough to say, okay, Trenton, come on. It's time to trust me. Had it not been for the saving arms of Jesus, Peter would have been lost at sea. I know that those guys probably would have tried to rescue him, but ultimately he needed the help of Jesus. And now can I say this to you tonight? The only one that can truly help us is not Brother Trenton. It's Jesus. He's the one that's going to help pick us back up. He's the one that's going to get us back right. He's the one that's going to help me to do right and be right and live right. Make sure that I have faith in Him. He's the one that's going to do that. Bible says, so what, whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Oh, you have a moment where you're not having faith, that's sin. You have time in your life when you're not trusting God, that's sin, that's wrong. I've been there, I've been wrong, I've been, I've had sin when it comes to that point. Hey, I, don't, I need faith. But whether I'm there tonight or whether I have faith, we make sure that we stay close to the Lord to help us. And hey, right there to pick us up. Because every one of us are going to experience different things in our life. Tragedy, whether, whether, what, whatever. You can list whatever it is. We're all going to experience something different. And every one of us are different. We have different temperaments. We are different people. And so we need the Lord in our life. And we need to trust Him. But I, and again, I say this, it is easier for me to say, well, trust him right now. It is. Ah, sure, why not trust him? When everything's going good, it's easy to say that, isn't it? Trust him. Go ahead. But when the difficulty time comes, when you see the wind, <laughs> when you see the rain, when you feel like that storm, that wave's about to hit you. I don't know how big that wave was that was about to hit Peter. <laughs> I don't know. 
It was big enough that it caused him to lose his faith. Whatever it is that we're facing, Lord, help us. And I just want to encourage you to keep trusting him. If you Maybe you're, oh, I don't know. Just keep trusting him. Just keep trusting the Lord. How's that song go, Stacy? Just keep trusting the Lord as I walk along. I'll just keep trusting my Lord and he gives a song. Though the storm clouds darken the sky or the weary trail, I'll just keep trusting my Lord. He will never fail. He's a faithful friend. I love that song. But you know, you have these things, that difficulties in our life. Don't let it stop you from trusting in Him. Keep trusting Him. Let's pray. Lord, I love you. Thank you for tonight. I thank you so much.